to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This is a half hour radio broadcast which airs from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. every Tuesday. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. God bless you. I give God the glory for this day and I'm praying that His grace will help us as we go through this study. Today I'm going to speak on the topic hope. Holy Spirit, I crave your indulgence and presence to be a blessing to all our hearers today. Thank you for your presence and thank you for your peace that has kept us and continues to keep us. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and call it done. Amen. I'm going to share on the topic hope. Hope, according to the word of God, is the anchor of the soul. It keeps us stabilized. It keeps us strong it keeps us focused when we lose hope we become hopeless to live without hope is to seriously speaking live in a vacuum and that is not the best that is not what god has purpose for you and and for i and so as we go through this study today my prayer and my heart desire is that by the time we are through you will come to a place and I will come to a place where our eyes and understanding will be open to God's desire for us to live a life of hope that it shall be well. Go tell the righteous, it shall be well with them. This is God's word. We're stepping into another realm. We're stepping into another year and we can trust and believe God that whatever he has said concerning us, he will watch over his word and he will fulfill it. In this context, I want to say that one of the essential pillars for living a victorious Christian life is hope. Now, what does it mean when we talk about hope? What do we mean? Number one, hope means to anticipate. You look forward to something. Number two, it means expectation. You are believing or trusting that there's something out there that you're going to get. And number three, it means to look forward to something good or pleasant. You are looking forward to something good or pleasant. So what I'm saying today is that we have all that it takes. Bear in mind that God has given a very rich promises in this word. And so on the basis of these promises that God has given us, we have no reason to feel hopeless because they just shall live by faith. By faith, we stand on the word of God and we have hope. We look forward to receiving the best, to achieving good results. We're not looking at what is happening today and we cannot tie ourselves down to, to the present. But while we work in the present, we look forward to very good and pleasant results in the past. As we stand in the present right now, we may have worked in the yesterdays and we had looked forward in the yesterdays that where we are standing today would have been a pleasant ground or a glorious manifestation of the investments we have made with our lives in our studies, in our career, in whatever pursuit of life, in our marriages, in all kinds of relationships. But it may have happened that what we expected is not what we are seeing right now. But that should not form a basis for losing hope and just treading along or pulling ourselves along as if yeah, there is nothing else that we can do with our lives. There's a lot more. And 
one thing that we should never lose in life is hope. Is hope. And hope takes us into a mental framework of looking into the future with expectation. What is biblical hope? Now, when we talk about biblical hope, we're talking number one about anticipating that God will see us through the difficulties of life. Now, Job had a terrible experience when the devil asked permission to hit at him in Job chapters 1 and 2. God did not give the permission because God enjoyed to see his children suffer. God gave the permission and he set limits that the enemy could not go beyond those limits. And he said the reason for allowing the enemy to attack Job was because he trusted Job. He trusted that Job would never yield and curse him and do the things that the enemy sought to achieve by putting pressure on Job. And true to God's boasting about Job, yes, when he was hurting him, he spoke about how he was expecting God because he did not know what was going on at the background, what the enemy was trying to do, and um, that there was a contest going on and that God had boasted about him. So he bewailed his poor state and his suffering, but he never at any point cursed God. Remember even his wife told him to curse God and die, and he said, no, I'm not going to do that. You're talking like one of those foolish women. And so we need that kind of tenacity to be able to walk through the difficulties of life because when we're talking about biblical hope it is that anticipation that god will see us through the difficulties of life i wanted to anticipate that i wanted to look forward to that that the difficulties that you are in right now or that confront you are just a matter of time will pass away and when you get hold of this kind of stance you have hope the second meaning of biblical hope is the expectation that beyond this life, God has prepared a better life for us in heaven. Paul tells us that if only in this life we have hope in Christ, then we are of all people the most miserable. Because it's not all about here. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word remains forever. That's what Jesus said. Beloved, we are not going to end it all here. That is only a transition. And so what we have to look at and base our hope on is more than what we believe in to acquire here. It must go beyond the now to the then. It must go beyond the earth to the heavens. Because like I have already said, our seasons and our times are in the hands of God. And in the fullness of time, even if we do not see the fruition of the things that we have hoped for in this life, there is a better life. And in that better life, we have hope that God will richly reward us for our faithfulness. And so biblical hope is the expectation that beyond this life, God has prepared a better life for us in heaven. The third meaning of biblical hope is it is the anchor of the soul. Hebrews 6, 19 tells us that hope is the anchor of the soul. And I like any time to talk about anchor of the soul to give this example of how we went on a cruise and there was this small anchor holding this huge ship and preventing it from drifting away in, into the high seas. Now, that is how hope holds us. And so the moment we lose hope in life, we are likely to slide down into distraction. And so wherever you are right now and probably sinking in hopelessness, I come to you with the word of God. I come to you in the authority of the Holy Spirit. And I call you out of that hopeless situation. And I pray for you that God will give you hope that in the coming weeks, in the coming days, in the coming months, in this year, 
your God will come through for you. He is faithful who has promised. He will bring it to pass. Sometimes he may not necessarily remove that mountain in front of us, but God has a way of either walking us around the mountain or over the mountain. Whatever be the case, whether I remove it or walk us around it or through it or over it, what is important is that he has the solution, he has the ability and the capability to make sure that we come out of the challenges that we face. And this is the hope that we have. Now, I've tried to look at the word hope and I've broken it down with some acronym. The H, the H is what I have likened to holding firm to the promises of God for this life and in the life to come. The word H in the spelling of hope, H stands for holding firm to the promises of God. This is my own interpretation. And I'm saying that you can rely on the word of God. And you can hold firm to the word of God. And this will set you off on a higher pedestal to stand and have hope in life. The O stands for overcoming fear, doubt, and worry. Of course, if you allow fear, doubt, and worry to continue to hold you, then I'm afraid there is no way you are going to become what God wants you to become because these are very powerful emotional forces and the enemy use them a lot because once you are weighed down by these forces, the enemy can have his way and, and hold you down, suppress you and prevent you from coming into the best that God has prepared for you. So don't make that mistake by allowing fear, doubt and worry to overwhelm you. You can come out. You can call on the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. If you need safety, run into the name. Call upon the name of the Lord. Tell the devil in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you and command you to take your hands off me. Every spirit of fear, doubt, intimidation, worry, I bind and I resist you and I cast you out. Now God will honor this prayer because it is his desire that you are not overwhelmed by these emotional forces. Bible says in Lamentations chapter number 3, the verse number 26. Let me read that. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 26. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Beloved, it is good that one should wait, one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. The Lord will come through, but sometimes and many times the timing becomes a problem. Because we are not God, we need to excite our patient and wait for God's timing. Because we cannot pretend to do stuff that only God can do. And so we must give God the time and we must create the space for him to do what he wants to do. In the interim, our best shot is to keep hope alive and believe that faithful he see who has promised and he will do it. Beloved, trust him and keep on keeping on he will do it now i have said h is for holding firm to the promises of god o is overcoming fear doubt and worry p is pursuing righteousness and praising god in all things beloved you need to pursue righteousness right thinking right attitude building right relationships and you need in that atmosphere in that context to keep on praising god in all things, through all the changing scenes of life, in trouble or in joy, the praises of my God shall still my tongue and heart employ. That is the Methodist hymn 
I believe it and I, I receive it and I assert it and I claim it and proclaim it. Because God will want us to continue to live a life of praise and thanksgiving. Relating to him in that way, we are trying to tell him and confess to the enemy of our soul that no matter what is happening, we know that God is still God and he will see us through. So, H, holding firm to the promise of God. O, overcoming fear. P, pursuing righteousness. E, evangelizing your Jerusalem and beyond. Hope, evangelizing your Jerusalem and beyond. One thing I have realized is that when we start doing for God, we begin to sink in the sand. When you get busy doing for God, you know what happens? God empowers you. God doesn't leave you empty. God doesn't leave you naked. God doesn't leave you hungry. Because it's like the, the cutlery you use. The more you use the cutlery, the more you, you wash it, you polish it, you put it away nicely. The unused cutlery is hardly washed. The used cutlery is what is washed and cleaned. So if you allow God to use you, you are positioning yourself to be continually polished by God, empowered by God. Because you see, there are certain basic things that are bound to happen if you live your life on the side of hopelessness. You have been listening to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hansen Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. To the Bible platform with Reverend Hansen Metal this and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5:30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM, and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Israel.